Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. Can I get in the ring with Mike Tyson? No. So technically, I, I, I don't believe that 
we can, you know, do the same things. My role as a woman, as a queen, is different than your role as a king or a coon, right? So just like with a queen, you're either a queen or a concubine. You're either a king or, or a coon. It's, it's one or the other. This coon shit that I see is just it's wrong because now what you've done, and, and one thing I can't stand in my relationships is role reversal. I can't do it. I will become unattracted to you. The puss will dry up in 2.5 seconds. If I see you doing some bitch-made shit, gossiping like a bitch, doing a, you know, you don't know how to change a tire, like, we have a fucking problem. So for me, you know, yeah, I would love a man that cooks in the kitchen, but is it necessary? No. I would love a man to take charge and say, let's go to the south of France, and he books my tickets online and gets the best price because he searched three different websites. But is that my reality? No, I'm the planner. I'm the one that cooks. I'm the one that does the meal prep. I'm the one that does all these things. So if I found a guy that could do that and was still masculine and still could go in the woods and hunt and shoot deer and trap and do all that other stuff in the woods, I'd be great with that. But unfortunately, it's it's either or usually. So, yeah, I could take out my own garbage, but so can you. That's kind of your job. Yeah, I could you know, do a lot of things that men do, but I just feel like, and I've just been raised in that way that I don't mow the lawn, I don't know how to turn on a lawnmower, and I'm not saying this to be funny, I'm sure if I had to, I would, but first of all, I have brothers, I have a stepfather, and I have a son, you know, and a significant other, so why, I'm not, I'm not doing it, I'm, I'm just not, and it's really never even been a fucking conversation, just like it's never been a conversation, who's going to cook the fucking mac and cheese, now my brother's a chef, right, nothing feminine about him at all, Right, but it's just it's not a conversation, you know. Everybody knows, you know, in my family, especially you know, being the direct descendant of my mother of Sherry, uh, we do over the top shit. So birthdays, holidays, things like that. So they expect that from me. I don't expect that from my mate. So if I had to get down on one knee and say to a man, "I love you so much, and I want you to marry me," first of all. You took you took everything away from it. You are supposed to be chosen. Getting married, it means that you were chosen. It's it's really one of the greatest honors as a woman, and that's why I think a lot of black women, and especially one of the 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 um one of my cult members that was on the show, it really is. It's this honor to be married that somebody chose you above everything else, and that's why I complain so much about my engagements, all six of them, because they weren't surprises they well when I married my husband it was but my ex-husband it was but it wasn't done out of love it was done out of an apology these rings were apologies so it was never going to work based on the fact that you're only giving me this ring because you know you have to do what's called the grandiose gesture which I wrote about in the book games psychoanalysis of trick behavior uh, co-authored by well the original the the author of the book is Saladin Kanala and then I did the chapter in it uh, called Stay in Your Lane and we introduced the character called the nigga which is the entity I told you that shows up when a man's been caught and so on and so forth so if we are women out here not being chosen that lets you know that the man didn't want to choose you. Just like when they go to a car dealership and they pick out the car and they say that's the one, they can pick out a woman too. If he didn't do that for you, that's not your place. That's not your role to say, you know what, I'm going to grab the bull by the horns. Fuck that bull. I'm not grabbing shit by shit. I'm not getting on one knee. This new age shit has got to fucking stop. And then you're going to be mad as fuck when you go to find your person. He took it and then said it was a messenger bag. Fuck out of here. 
I mean, I know some men wear messenger bags. None of mine do, okay? So, I mean, they could do a Goyard knapsack. We could do a whole bunch of things. We're not doing a fucking messenger bag. What's the message? Just carry the shit in the fucking backpack or put it in your pocket. So now I want to get into don't do it. Stop fucking doing that shit. You're embarrassing us as a fucking culture. You don't see that any fucking where else but in the American black community. Stop fucking doing that. Like I said, the one instance where the young lady, she proposed to him because he had proposed to her like 50 million times and she said no because she wasn't ready, she was abused, all this other shit, that I understand. But everything else, what are you going to tell your children? Everything with me was about what am I going to tell my children? What am I going to tell my son? Right, how me and his father met, how, you know, all these things. Everything is about legacy. We have to stop thinking in the fucking moment. I'm not going to raise any of my nieces to think it's okay to get on their beloved knees and ask a man to be their husband. Like, are you fucking crazy? Like, I don't even want to have, it's going to piss me off. I don't even want to have this conversation. It's ridiculous. Stop fucking doing that shit. If the motherfucker didn't choose you, fucking move on. And even when he did choose you, baby girl, it's a long way from the motherfucking, from the ring to the altar. It's a hell of a long fucking way. And some of you are out here, you just, you want the ring, you want the engagement, and you want the wedding. You don't want the marriage. You just want the wedding. Marriage is hard fucking work. It is a job. You are now saying I am responsible legally, financially, spiritually, and all these things for a woman. It's a job only fit for a fucking queen. You can't, you know, half-ass your way. The motherfucker is hungry. You have to feed him. You know, my mom used to make it a point to try not to argue, you know, with my stepdad before he went to work. You know, he got to go get money. You know what I'm saying? She ain't had no problem arguing with us before we went to school, but you know what I'm saying? He had to get money. So, you know, these are certain things that we as black women, we make memes about and we laugh about the shit. It's not fucking funny. You know, we maybe need to go back to school or maybe we need some more examples of what wives look like, you know, instead of babies' moms, instead of nothing wrong with babies' moms. Nothing wrong with any of it. But when you start doing shit three and four times over and nobody has committed to you to say, I want you to carry my last name. See, back in the day, motherfuckers got married in the living room. It was none of this, like, you know, these extravagances, unless you really was about that life. Like, motherfuckers would get married on a Tuesday and go back to work. People would get pregnant, and then it was like, okay, we're going to get married. Now it's just, it's the Wild West out here, females fucking proposing to men. Get the Man, listen, and if y'all see the picture, you're going to understand what I'm talking about. He he in there looking like, you know, he might have had some sugar in his tank. So now I'm going to get into the Amber Rose uh, Bushwick Bill pick of her vagina. First of, fuck of all, I thought it was airbrushed, okay? I didn't know what was going on. I've always thought that she had the prettiest face. I always did. I loved her and Kanye together, but I realized they were probably, you know, abusing substances and shit was fucked up. I don't like the fact that as she left was Khalifa, and I love Amber Rose, but let's call a spade a spade. You started stripping when you was 15. Where is your fucking mother? Okay, that's some whore-ass shit. That, that's not, you didn't have to start, what, what do you, that's, baby, you 15 years old in a strip club, you're supposed to be 18, that was some, like, sex trade shit that you did. Like, I'm sorry that that happened to you. You know, you know, it's 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 too much. He met you in a strip club, took you off the pole. It's like every girl's dream. So you have her, you have the Cardi B's, and you have all of them, which I love all of them. But you are now in this generation where these young girls, they look at that and they think, well, you know, Cardi made her money doing this. Right. But deep down, Cardi was a hustler. So, yeah, she was stripping. Cardi was selling socks. I remember she was selling fucking uh 
uh, what the fuck was her One Piece pajamas at one point. I remember she was in an apartment with the red wall. She was cautioning girls not to be a stripper. Don't do this. Look at my legs. You know, this, this, and this. And I love Cardi. I've watched her since long before she was on. I used to quote her. I watched her long since before she was on Love and Hip Hop. Then she wanted to do music. Everybody laughed at her. That motherfucker getting paid right now. Cardi's, I think, net worth is close to a million this year, you know, which in New York City is really nothing. But she's open and she's honest about her shit. You know, she'll tell you, yeah, I'll be doing threesomes, I'll be doing this, I'll be doing that. Now, one time she said she was a fucking feminist. Listen, you cannot go do a bunch of whore shit and then try to hashtag feminist. That's not what a feminist is. Okay, I'm not a feminist. I'm a traditionalist. So I'm somebody that believes that women have their role in life. You can be whatever the fuck you want to be. You can be the fucking president of the United States. I don't put limits on women. What I do do is say there's just certain shit that I'm not going to do because I am a woman. Not that I can't do it. I'm not going to fucking do it. I'm not. Just like as a man, there's certain shit you should not do as a man. And if I have to tell you what those things are, then, you know, we have a deeper issue. So for me... Being a feminist is not saying I'm going to show a picture of my monkey on the Internet and advertise for my slut walk. So what you're doing now, and maybe it's because she has a son, because if she had a daughter, I doubt that she would be doing this. Again, I have nothing against Amber Rose. I think she's beautiful. I just think that when she went in this direction, I don't think this is what Gloria Steinem had in mind. Being a feminist is about being free and being, you know, liberal and all these other things. It's not about being a fucking whore. I I don't want to hear a little girl say, you know what, I'm 18, so what, I had a train ran on me, so what, I had a threesome, and I'm a feminist. No, bitch, you are a fucking whore, and where are your fucking parents? I don't want to hear that you're a feminist just because you got ran through. I don't want to fucking hear it. That's not how this works, okay? What did you do when you was letting these men run a fucking train on you and when you was over here fucking rappers and doing shit, that, and the third? What were you doing as a woman that was going to benefit other women? Because, see, that's part of it, too. What were you doing to give back to the community while you were being a fucking whore? I'll wait. No. What you are is a hedonist. A hedonist is different than a fucking feminist. A hedonist is somebody that says, I'm going to do whatever the fuck feels good to me and I don't care. I've often joked that I'm a hedonist because that means I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I only care about what I think in certain moments. I don't give a fuck about what society thinks about any of my situations or any of that. I don't care. So for me, I'm a hedonist, meaning I'm going to always do what the fuck I want to do, period. It it could all burn to the ground. I don't care. I'm going to still do what I want to do. But I'm not going to take a sticker and put that on that and say, oh, I'm a feminist. I'm a free spirit. No, if you did some whore shit, it's a, you're a, it's, it's a hoe, okay? Now, I've been called a lot of things in my life, never a slut, never a hoe. And the reason for that is is because, first of all, my business isn't out there like that. Second of all, I deal with people, and I deal with them for years. These men that I've dealt with in my past, my old beloveds and things like that, they're, you know, we still, most of them have a respectable relationship. And if we don't, it's because there's time. time enough time has not passed where I've forgiven you for trying to break my spirit or whatever happened. And, yes, I can honestly say that I've never fucked up in any of these relationships. I'm not a cheater. That's not what the fuck I do. My job as a queen, as a woman, is to keep you safe and to keep you free. 
meaning I would never jeopardize your freedom and to keep you safe, meaning you forgot to pay the electric bill, yo, you got to pay, you know. I'm like, listen, as a wife, you are many, many motherfucking things. And shout out to the stay-at-home moms and the fucking wives. Let me tell you something, because it is a fucking job, ironing underwear, fucking folding T-shirts and socks. You think that doesn't take up time? Go do a whole laundry. Go, Go do them yourself. Okay, you think it doesn't take time planning out meals and prepping, and I'm just talking about in my own marriage. You think it doesn't take time to know that he doesn't like this, but he likes that. You don't think it takes time to rear these children. You don't think it takes time. And through all of that, I still got to go run five, ten miles a day. Through all of that, I still have to, you know, look attractive, which is why, you know, I'm very enamored by Veronica Obing. Um, that's on the Second Wives Club. Her and I have been very active on social media, me, her, Katie, her brother, uh, her brother Clay, all active on social media because I had a lot of commentary about when I found out that her husband, who looks like a fucking great value version of Big Poppy, David Ortiz, was cheating on her with a bitch that she knew that was at her baby shower in the whole nine. Hold on, let me sip to that. Mm. And here you have, I mean, drop that gorgeous. I don't, I don't even know where all six of the eight kids or whatever came from. Job dead gorgeous. Her husband's a plastic surgeon in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> this motherfucker, and this is, this is I'm just going to use this as a litmus test for all the women out there that think that they're getting something. So she goes to the financier to figure out how much money it will cost to leave her husband, right, because these are things you got to think about. And she knew, you know, I was proud of her because she went in there, and a lot of wives, when you go to sit down, you don't know what your husband's making. You're kind of left in the dark. And that's how what happened with Teresa Judice on Housewives in New Jersey and things like that. Ladies, we have to be smarter than that with our finances, safety deposit boxes, offshore accounts, mattress money. It's it's a real thing. You need that because, honey, when they come seizing accounts thinking that you did something, oh, yeah, you're going to need that money. So I'm watching the show, and I'm just like, Michael would have got his motherfucking ass whooped that day. You know, and then – for her to be so submissive and just is everything okay? I just was like, this woman can't be black. This is a imposter. This is an Asian woman, some sort of geisha. <laughs> that it, it didn't make sense. But as the show progresses, you see her starting to get angry because he's fucking ignoring her. And I know that they were waiting on my commentary about when he was in the house and she was sitting in the bed. The motherfucker wasn't coming home. Like, I'm whooping everybody. That, like, everybody got to get beat the fuck down. I don't care. Because they're married. This is not, and this is a bitch that smiled in your face at a baby shower. I would have, she would have been dragged down Hollywood Boulevard and posted up on a sign. Okay, she would have been, it would have been a situation. So, I, it's good to watch her come into her anger, and um, I like the show because I love that Katie reminds me of like a little black person. She's like your little black crazy friend that's like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm being a bad friend. What's going on? And I love Katie. Um, she just launched her nail polish line. Make sure y'all check that out. Katie Kazorla is her name. She is on the Second Wives Club on E! Entertainment, I believe it is. And so I see part where I know that everybody was waiting on my commentary, and I had to inbox Veronica and let her know, like, I'm not going to do any commentary on that particular scene because it was too painful for me to watch this man who looks like fucking Shrek, a straight-up ogre, um, just disrespect his wife in this way and allow somebody else to disrespect her and then turn around and don't talk to her. Now, when she went to the financier, she found, <laughs> this was funny, she found out that her living expenses were $53,000 a month. All y'all motherfuckers out there that think y'all doing something like, oh, you know, no. Her expenses are $53,000 
a month between the mortgage on the millions of dollars property, the phantom, or no, she has a ghost. So the ghost is four grand a month, private school tuition, 2500 a month. For two of the kids, her spending allowance was five racks a month. Like at that point, I was just like, oh my God, but I couldn't make the commentary that everybody was waiting for to be laughing about because having your husband ignore you, that's not a laughing matter. Having sat on television and literally been the exact opposite of what we expect black women to be on television. Wow, I ain't doing this. This is, no, she literally was the submissive wife. And I, when I, te- you know, when I was emailing her and I told her, I said, you know, you literally portrayed yourself as what every black man in America says that he wants. And guess what? It still wasn't good enough, and the motherfucker still cheated. And then he treats you like, and and he's African, so not just African American. I think he might be Nigerian or whatever. Obing is his last name, Doctor Obing. And I hate that I even said his name on air because who wants to go to you to get any work done? But just the adamant amount of disrespect. Now let's be clear: when she go to divorce him, she getting paid. He gonna have to pay her all of that fifty three thousand a month. So, honey, make no mistake about it. The show did you some justice. But what I want to say is that, you know, everybody has to know their role. As a woman and as a wife, it is not your role to get walked over, you know, but it is your role to make sure that your husband is fed, to make sure that your husband has clean clothes. That is part of your job. Yeah, he could throw a load. My son, let me be clear, my son does laundry, my son cooks. If I tell my son throw on chicken, you know, season it, do what you need to do, he's going to do it. So I'm not raising a child that thinks that women are to be submissive to him, but I am raising a child that knows the difference and isn't going to have to lay up and stay with a woman just to get his fucking bills paid. I'm not raising a child that's going to be in a situation where, you know, he has to choose between work, school, or studying. I'm not raising a boy that feels like like your daughter is not going to be able to just come in because she's fucking cute and she can cook a meal. She's going to have to do a little bit more than that. He's going to ask you what your philanthropic goals are. My son's probably going to ask you, you know, what literature or what's the last book you read, okay? So I'm training him, you know, when you're raising young kings and just like with young queens, you train them to be in that role. So I want my son, when he goes to marry somebody, to say, you know what, my wife just had a baby. I can cook this next couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? You know what, my wife just, you know, this just happened. I'll do the laundry myself. Right, or you can alternate or whatever, but at the end of the day, if you see your man is out here and he's doing everything that he can, I'm talking about you know, you stay at home moms and things like that, or you, you know, women that don't work. If you see he's he's doing that, my, like my mom used to tell me in a marriage, as long as it's not killing you, just do it, just do it. You know, my dad didn't have to ask for no food on the table, even when my mom was mad at my stepdad, there was still food in this house, there was still, you know what I mean, dinner on the table, there was still, you know, everything still got done. She might not be speaking to the motherfucker, but you best believe the insurance still got paid every month. The mortgage still got paid. Everything still got paid. You know, one monkey don't stop, no show. One thing don't stop just because you're mad. You know, you still have to, you know, and, and these relationships nowadays are so explosive that we don't even get the opportunity to see if they're going to work out. You know, me, I'm a hustler. You know, I hustle harder than most men. And so I'm never going to co-sign any horse behavior and then call it feminism. Just say that was your choice. Don't call it feminism. I'm never going to say that it's okay for a woman to get down on bended knee and ask a man, like, is he going to take your fucking last name too? Like, really? That's some bullshit. Like, where are your parents? And so I think a year ago I did a, a show called Slut Shame or Did I Call Your Name. So if somebody sees me, so if I'm a thief, right, and I steal, that's what I do. 
you're not wrong for calling me a thief because that's what I do. I steal, right? So why is it? I'm not saying anybody has the right to call you a slut or a whore, but let's be clear. I'm not going to glorify you broads going out there fucking getting trains ran on you, infecting other motherfuckers. One week you're bisexual, the next week you back fucking with dudes and shit like that. I'm not going to co-sign any of that fucking behavior and say that that was you being a feminist. That was you being explorative or that was you being a teenager or, <laughs> excuse me, um, that was you being a woman that was responsible for her own actions. That's not fucking feminism. It's not. Equal pay, fighting for equal pay, yeah, that, that's, you know, that's, that's you fighting for something. That's feminism. You fucking for something is not fucking feminism. It's not. It sounds nice, but it's not. So anybody that's on that, oh, yeah, you know, every person that stood up and, like, co-signed her slut walk, I'm like, you don't got a train ran on you. Something happened. You know what I'm saying? Or you got, like, a bunch of kids. Or, like, or you're doing shit. You just wanted somebody to co-sign your shit. You know what the greatest feeling is in the world when you don't need nobody's co-signing for shit? Look, I fucked them. Fucked the shit out of them. That's what I felt like fucking doing that day because it was Tuesday. Just say that. You come off more powerful and more regal when you just you don't make no excuses for why. I, I don't do shit because I'm a feminist. I'm not. I do shit because that's what the fuck I felt like doing that day. You're not a feminist. You're a hedonist. Say that. And let's be clear. Remember, hedonism is one of the things that when people started worshiping Satan, like the Church of Satan and all that other shit, that's where the shit started. So don't, don't slap that label on something and then call it feminism, and it's not. But I did a post today. And I realized that, you know, some of my some of my followers are really in tune with me, so I appreciate all you. So there's a song by Childish Gambino, it's called Redbone. So weeks ago I posted the picture, you know, for that, that LP or that E P. And then I see this fucking meme, this this thing on my uh, Instagram pop up, and it's this guy, and it's like, yeah, when she says she likes child, child, oh, I don't like Childish Gambino, and then she says she doesn't, and he starts playing the song. And I said, I probably would play it on the show tonight. And so as promised, here it is. I will talk to you guys next week. Come hell or high water because the birthday countdown begins. Thanks for listening. <laughs>